everyone, my name is Marie Nicole. Welcome to Encouragement Notes. I hope that you would join me on this journey of discovering what God wants from your life as I pass on the lessons that I've learned in church and the lessons that I've learned in this life that God has given me. Please join me on this journey every week and I look forward to getting to know you. going well today and you're having a beautiful blessed day today I want to hang out with you and share with you the sermon notes from yesterday we are still in our sermon series called asking for a friend and this week's question is why didn't God answer my prayer so there are four reasons why God might not answer our prayers so I want to get into it right now with reason number one and reason number one is maybe the request maybe the request is wrong and so the one of the verses that illustrates this comes from mark chapter 10 verses 35 through 37 and it says then james and john the sons of zebedee came over and to came over and spoke to him they said we want you to do us a favor they're asking a favor of Jesus we want you to do us a favor what is your request he replied he asked they replied when you sit on your glorious throne we want we want to sit in the places of honor next to you one on your right and one on your left. So they are basically asking for the best seats in heaven. And so Jesus is telling them, no, you can't have the best seats in heaven because the only person who's supposed to have the best seat in heaven and sit next to my father is me. So maybe the request is wrong. And so the other verse or the other passage, rather the other verses that illustrates this is found in Luke chapter nine, verses 51, 51 through 54. And at this point, Jesus is praying in the garden of Gethsemane before his crucifixion. So, the passage says, as the time drew near for him to ascend to, oh no. <clears throat> okay, so, anyway, it is Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through 54. I just got the content wrong. As the time drew near for him to ascend to heaven, Jesus Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. He sent messengers ahead to Samaria, to a Samarian village, to prepare for his arrival. But the people of the village did not welcome him. 
did not welcome Jesus because he was on his way to Jerusalem. When James and John saw this, they said, Lord, should we call down, should we call down fire from heaven to burn them up? So again, James and John, two of the Lord's disciples, had the wrong had the wrong request of Jesus. I'm getting tongue-tied by saying request, but had the wrong request of Jesus. They wanted the people that were not welcoming to Jesus to pay with their lives and to be burned by heavenly fire. But Jesus is like, you guys, I'm not about that. So that in itself is the is a wrong is a wrong request request so the second reason why god might not be answering answering our prayers sorry for the tongue tiedness but the second reason why this might be happening and god not might not be answering our prayers is that maybe the timing is wrong And the verses that illustrates this, the first passage that illustrates it, or the only passage that illustrates this rather, is Second Peter verses three Second Peter chapter three verses eight and nine. And it says, But you must not forget what this one thing. Dear friends, a day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really slow about his promises, as some people think. No, he is being patient. For your sake, he does not want anyone to par he does not want anyone to be destroyed. But he wants everyone to repent. So, that, that is speaking about the time when the Lord says he is going to come back to earth and make everything new. People are thinking, even people back then were thinking, why, hasn't, why has he left us here for so long? Why hasn't he done it yet? It is because... Timing is not right because he does not want anybody to go without him. He does not want anybody to be separated from him. So he is being patient in his, he has been being patient in his promise and giving us the time to see that we need him because everybody on this earth whether they know it or not, whether they will profess it or not, needs Jesus Christ in their lives. And I'm not talking about a religion. I'm not talking about as a religion. But they need the saving power of Jesus Christ in their lives because they just do. There's so much depression and there's so much anxiety and there's so much anger in this world and 
I may be, I know that I am going to be possibly called out by somebody, but there is an answer to the world's problems and the world's problems, the answer is Jesus. What do we need? We need Jesus. We need to know that we have him to lean on. That we have him to go to for everything. That we are adopted children of his. And again, I'm not talking about religion. I am talking about a real, true, 100% relationship with the person who created you. So moving on to number three, to point number three is maybe there's something wrong with me. That's a hard one to swallow, right? Maybe the reason why God is not answering my prayer is because there's something wrong with me. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he created me wrong. I'm saying that within my heart, within my soul, there's something stirring up in me that is wrong with me. So, those of us who might be praying for things um, that may seem good, maybe, maybe we're praying for a relationship, maybe we're... Maybe we're praying for a job. Maybe we're praying for a house. Maybe we're praying for, I don't know, a new car. Maybe the thing that we are praying for has not come to us because there is something wrong within our soul. And we need, we need to see that we need to go to Jesus to fix it first. And then, maybe, and only maybe, because God knows what we need, even before we need it, maybe our request then will be granted. Because we need to go within ourselves and not, not do that voodoo thing of inner peace and fixing ourselves, but we need to do that thing of running to our father, running to our daddy, and saying, help, I need your help. I can't live this life on my own. I need your help to Jesus. So the verse that illustrates this though, comes from the book of 1 Peter, chapter three, verse seven, and it says, in the same way, husbands, in the same way, husbands must honor their wives. Treat your treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you, but she is your equal partner in God in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. So, I want you to hold on to the prayers being hindered part. Maybe 
the thing that you need to fix is the thing that is hindering your prayers. So before you ask God for something, I want you to, and I, I don't really, all the time, I don't tell people how to pray, but I want you to challenge yourself and I want you to ask God, please fix me in any area that I need to be straightened out. Please um, show me any area that I need to that I need to get right with you first before this request is answered. And so the next verse that illustrates point number three comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 59, verses one and two. And it says, listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save, nor is his eye, nor, nor is his ear, excuse me, nor is his ear too deaf to hear your call. It's your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. So again, the prayer that we should be praying first and foremost is God, help me do a heart check. Help me bring to the surface those things that I need to be cooperative with you about to fix before I come to you with any with any request. So moving on to the last point, number four. Number four is maybe nothing is wrong. And the verses that illustrates this comes from Isaiah chapter 55 verses eight and nine. And it is a part of the Bible where King David wanted to build a temple in honor of the Lord. But the Lord said, no, your, your intentions and your heart is right. And it is a good thing that you want to do, but you're not the person that I want to build this physical temple. The person that I want to build this physical temple is actually your son, Solomon. Okay, so the verses that illustrates this, again, comes from Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9 and and it says my thoughts are not your thoughts says the lord and my ways are not your ways wait and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine for just as heaven is higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So, that verse is basically telling us that we need to sit 
in the trust of the Lord and realize that he knows what he's doing. Things may look bleak and bad right now in your life or let's let's be honest here things look bleak and bad all over this world right now but God knows what he's doing and God knows what's happening and he's going to use both the things that he is doing and the things that are happening that aren't his plan the things that are that are supposedly bad right now he's gonna turn it all around one day and it's all gonna be used for his glory whether we know it or not and so the memory verse that is on my notes at the bottom of this page says it comes from jeremiah chapter 33 3 so Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says call to me and I will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know so what is God telling us here we need to be willing to be in a relationship with him every single day we need to be willing to talk to him about what's going on in our lives. He created us. He knows every single part of us. But the thing I think that people do not understand or the thing that the the um picture that the picture that people tend to get in their heads is not the picture of a loving father what they should have and i hope that my speaking to you really reveals the fact that jesus is a loving father but the peep the the picture that people often get are either one that jesus wants a community of robots no he does not want a community of robots. He created us with brains and hearts and his breath in order to make our own decisions. But he is calling us by name to go to his family, to be adopted into his family. And the second thing, or the second picture that people often get into their heads is the idea of having God be a genie, having the Lord be a genie, and going to him only when things get bad or only when you want something and say, Okay, God, I'm ready for my three wishes now. No, that's not how this works either. We have to be willing. We have to be a willing participant in the most beautiful relationship that we could ever have in this life and beyond this life. And there is, 
you can, I was gonna say there is a way, but I will say you can accept Jesus Christ right now as your father, as your Lord and savior. And it is so easy. All you have to do is say, Lord, I don't understand every single thing right now, but I do understand that when you died on the cross for me, you died for my sins, past, present, and future. And I ask you to come into my life right now and change my life. I also understand that you give me the resurrection power that you had on the day, on the third day that you resurrected from the dead. And that because of that, I have the gift of eternal life. So again, I ask you to come into my heart and I ask you to change my life. I'm tired of living alone. So I want to live with you as the leader of my life. In your name, amen. And I guarantee that if you prayed that prayer or something like it, that he has heard you and that he will come alongside you and change your life. And you guys, I want you guys to take away as well one more hard truth. And it is this. Just because you are a child of God does not mean that life is going to be a sunshine and rainbows cakewalk. It may mean that things will get difficult, but you will never walk alone again. And so you have God by your side. You have God within you and truly, truly within you. And he is from this day forward going to be shaping you, going to be forming you into the likeness of his son. And he is going to be with you all the days of your life. So I hope that you walk in that strength and power this week and that you know how much he loves you. And I hope that you would join me on the next episode of Encouragement Notes. The next episode will be coming tomorrow and I will be working through the my green notebook of old sermon notes. I am going to share with you a sermon from a series called Facing Life with Faith. And I believe that's what it was called. And the sermon that I'm going to share with you is called Facing Failure with Faith. And so it's, it's what we need the sermon is a, um, a picture of what we need in order to have faith coming out of failure. And I'll give you a hint as to what that thing is. That thing that we need is a godly community. So we are going to dig in to 
what that community looks like. And I hope you would join me with that or for that. I'll talk to you guys later. I love you. Please feel free to like and share any content that you come across, listen to, watch. Um, I will publish this right now on my IGTV or my Instagram or my, yeah, my IGTV and my audio podcast. Please, 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 whether you, whether you watch me on Instagram or not, please feel free to also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. And, um, again, like and share any content that you would like to like and share. I'll talk to you guys later. I love you and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks again so much for listening. Feel free to leave me a true and honest review on your favorite podcast player, or you can also message me via my website. I have the audio set up where you can leave me a voice message. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, I wanted to give you an opportunity to follow me on social media. My Instagram is Marie Nicole Zimmer Peeps 13. That is M A R I E N I C O L E Z I M M E R P E E P S 1 3. My Facebook is Encouragement Notes. But you can find me by searching ZimmerPeeps13. And my Twitter is EncouragementW2. And you can also find everything that is on the podcast and all of my social media links at EncouragementWithMarieNicole.com. I will talk to you later. Feel free to connect with me and ask me any questions you would like. See you soon. Bye-bye.